Let's spread a song so you can sing along with my special guest star too. For two, you like to sing and dance, and this podcast by chance explores musicals for you. Everyone, welcome back to another episode of Life's But a Song, a podcast likes to live in the land of musicals. I'm your host, John. With me today is a returning guest who hasn't been on in a while, and I don't know why. And I'm a little happy that she's back for this one. It's Lauren Guyton, everyone. Hey, how's it going? It's going. It's been forever since I've talked to a mic. Yeah, but we're all in this together (laughs) for the last time. Because uh, we're here today to talk about High School Musical 3, colon, senior year. Um, the movie came out in 2008 in theaters. Ooh. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, screenplay by Peter, I'm still going to mess up his last name, Peter Barisocini. We're going with it. Uh, it was directed <laughs> by Kenny Ortega. And according to IMDb, as seniors in high school... Troy and Gabriella struggle with the idea of being separated from one another as college approaches. Along with the rest of the Wildcats, they stage a spring musical, or musical, as Miss Darbus calls it. That's me adding it, not IMDb. Uh, <laughs> to address their experiences, hopes, and fears about their future. Okay. <laughs> okay. Hey, did, you've seen this before, I'm assuming. Yeah, many a times. Is this your favorite high school musical movie out of the three? Yeah, I will. I think so. It goes three to one in the order of how I like them. Wow. I mean, this one is interesting because it's following things from the first movie. And I'm like, mm-hmm. this is supposed to be two years later. Why is Sharpay still being that way? <laughs> Why are people still being on Troy's case about doing sports and theater? Like, I thought we got over this. (laughs) I remember having talked about this, like the logistics of what year they started in in the in the first movie. It's a little bit confusing because, like, I think it's like winter semester of like their sophomore year or something. Because then they get summertime in the next movie. But what year is that ending in? Yeah, I just I don't know. They never say. And then in this one, we're shot out of a cannon into senior year at some point but they yeah. whenever they keep talking about how busy they are they're like uh everyone's so busy with finals and prom and graduation and i'm like where are we that you're gonna now mount a full-blown original musical <laughs> <laughs> yeah like how i wasn't in my high school we had the musical in march then in May was when we had prom, and right the week after prom, that was our last week, and then we had finals. So, yeah. you know, a little much. Yeah, I was, you know, it's interesting, too, in this one that they're reminiscing a lot, because, you know, when you're of that age, yeah, you're thinking back, and you're like, oh, my God, now we're adults. Now we're right. all of this. And I was even reminiscing about this time period reminiscing. (laughs) It was a lot of reminiscing happening while I was watching this. Um, But I, I remember I I saw this movie in theaters. Did you see this? Me too. Mm -hmm. My sister saw it in 3d. Whoa. Cause this movie came out (laughs) around Thanksgiving, I think. Uh, Cause my sister and I were both home uh, for like a holiday at our parents' house. And we Mm -hmm. were like, let's go see a movie what's playing high school musical three and the two of us were the only ones in that theater and (laughs) we were laughing i think i cried at one point like the 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 one part that i know she and i laughed out loud is in the opening uh number now or never when Mm -hmm. gabriella stands up in the signs singing Troy's name. I laugh every time when that happens. That's that's one of the funniest one of the funniest moments. And then that's become a meme on TikTok too with Taylor Swift dating Travis Kells. <laughs> <laughs> Troy like it is <laughs> it is so fun. I don't know what they were thinking. There's a lot of things in this that I don't know what they were thinking. Cause as 
it's good. I like it. But right. now watching it to talk about it, I'm like, oh, I feel like the scope of it is just a lot. Because mm-hmm. now they're like, we're sending this to theaters. This is, a, this is not a decom. This is a movie, a feature film. And so they had a bigger budget. They hired more people. And I was just, it's, it's just a lot. <laughs> yeah. They tried to cram everything in, except they didn't have an actual prom. No. They it, had... it, was, it was a dream sequence. Well, so this is my question that I don't know if the IMDb summary actually answered it, but I want your opinion on it. Mm-hmm. Um, I was, I, You know, watching these, sometimes I let my mind wander and I get a little too cerebral when it comes to some things. But are the musical numbers supposed to be how they envision those moments of senior year um, to play out in the musical? That's such a great question. That's kind of like when you when you're not sure in Glee if it's a dream sequence or not. I don't. I don't really know. Right. It just. I think it just depends. I think. Like, it, like I want it all. Were they just sitting there singing the entire? Time? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's where I think that's when I wrote it because I was like, oh yeah, I want it all. Like, there's this whole kick line with why are they wearing cat ears? Don't you know? I don't care right now. <laughs> but like, they have the wild cats. Oh, <laughs> yeah, so. that no, that and then they're pink wigs because Sharpay's color is pink. There it is. But like that, they have that whole thing where it's the two of them imagining what they're going to be, and then they throw everyone else in like shit jobs. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but like, yeah, I, there's moments in this where I mean, um. A Night to Remember, you think it's a dream sequence, but it turns out it's rehearsal. Like, it's so weird. <laughs> yeah. When you, you know... They... I kind of I like the transitions into the songs, though, because it's not so really abrupt, like like in Zombies, which I'm still upset that you didn't have me on. For I'm so sorry. We can do it. You and I could do a second chance of zomb- on any of the Zombies movies. Which we'll talk later about. (laughs) They were so bad that they were good. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, I like the... It was a smooth transition into all the songs, for sure. I also feel like the second one is Summer Vacation. So that feels like an outlier. But the first and this one, the third one, I feel like are very similar movies Mm -hmm. when you think about them. Yeah, they don't even talk about anything that happened. Like, is this is it the summer before senior year? We don't know. Like, is it with the whole thing with U of A, did he just, just give up? I don't... Yeah, because, like, I mean, even thinking about the songs, too, like, right here, right now, feels like it's the start of something new from the first movie. Their first song together. And, like, I mean, also bringing in uh, We're All in This Together at the end is like, okay, we get it, you're connecting dots. But, like... No, why did they do that? Because were they actually standing there in the gym singing that in the first one? Like, they why were... would they just start singing? <laughs> you know? The first one, I think that one was just like a, a an outside of the movie moment and they were turning it into like a stage musical where like, this is the big finale! Yay! And then <laughs> this one, yeah, I don't know. I think that's like the main critique I have with, them, with the third one. Why do you have the the choir singing that song do nobody else knows that song like it's great for the audience but i don't know i don't know yeah it's it's a moment for us i think i'm gonna say yeah for the fans you know be like having zach do the speech okay i guess it kind of makes sense like for like my cycle that i went to because anybody could apply to do the graduation speech but him not realistic would have been taylor she would have been a valedictorian Oh, yeah. Oh, I thought, you know, I watching this, I was like, is he valedictorian? Because, like, they never mention how he is. They never talk about school, really. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's all about the musical. It's all about the music. In all three of them, it's all about the show that's happening or, like, their relationship. Mm-hmm. It's never like, hey, I'm doing a report. At least... At least uh, to compare it to Glee, you know, again, mm-hmm. at least they men- there's sometimes a mention of like a project or a paper or we're right. in a class or something. And this, 
like we're only really in um homeroom or right. or basketball class or free period. <laughs> I like how they all have the same homeroom though throughout all the years. Miss like that little bit consistency. Miss Darbus. Miss Darbus in this one, I think I love her. Like Oh for sure. Like but she the is... only thing I don't like about her, why would you think a guy who only has one credit <laughs> to his entire high school career does would be he? okay to go to Juilliard? Well, does he? Because, <laughs> like, you know, I'm assuming they do, what, seven productions a year at this rate? <laughs> like, they don't have a budget, but they do. They Yeah. I mean, well, now they do because Troy Bolton is there. Mm-hmm. That's Troy Bolton. <laughs> and, like, Watching these movies back to back, well, not the second one, watching the first one and the third one where it's set in the school, that stage, the auditorium stage, like, grows it's and shrinks. The the stage itself, though, like, it's whatever size it needs to be for that scene. <laughs> right. It's the room of requirements. <laughs> but I was, I mean, I was watching this and I'm just like, why is Sharpay still the villain? Like, do we need but a exactly. villain? Like, after, well, Loki in the second one, she was getting Troy a scholarship. Like, <laughs> for the yes. Reasons, yes, but also, I would have taken that scholarship. <laughs> oh my god, it's money, and like, you know. I feel like, she, by the third one, they should have had her just over Troy. Like, they just tried to make, if they had made Tiara more of a villain, then it wouldn't have been, like, much of a, okay, I guess, she's not really, like, anything i guess we'll we'll see her as a villain but if sharpie had focused on zeke and on her future that would have been great oh yeah and what happened what happened to zeke this one like he just is gone <laughs> did you see the deleted scene no i didn't asking sharpie to prom you gotta watch it oh. it's so cute sorry i just blasted through this on disney plus for this recording and i was like i i remember when the unfortunately that podcast podcast no longer exists but when when we had talked about it when we had we had started watching it on dvd and it wasn't working so we watched it on D, on disney plus and i was like what are these scenes there's like two different scenes that were in there that i don't remember i don't remember one of them but one of them was after um it was right here right now reprise i was like what the hell is this i was i was shook I was... yeah and then there was another reprise too that i was like I can't oh well, but can I have the stances of reprise? But like, I think that was in the original. Yeah, that was that that was in in it. Because because yeah, I don't. Um, I was like, is this new? What is this? I can't remember. I I, I, th- honestly... I think it was just that whole scene because there was like dinner between the the Boltons and the Danforths, and then that's when Troy was singing. Yes, Troy and Gabriella were singing that. Where I noticed in that scene, and I needed to <laughs> shout it out because this movie. Like, these movies like to have everything red and white remind you of the school colors and everything. If you mm-hmm. watch that scene again, the parents have red mugs are that are filled with coffee. Wink. And, <laughs> and the boys and I think the coach are drinking milk. So they have white, a white oh, liquid. Yeah. They don't like even red and white in this fucking scene. How dare you? <laughs> I, I, like I was shook. I said this was not in the DVD, and I had seen the DVD so many times by the time that we had watched it for our episode. I was I was shook, and uh, a little yeah. bit disrespected. <laughs> um, but I think we, let's let's get it. I think this is like a solid soundtrack oh, out of the sure. three. There's no skips at all. Which I feel like there's one that I would skip, and I can't remember. <laughs> No, I'm I'm actually being serious. Like there's like um oh sad Gary Gabriella song walk away, like ah. oh yeah she's so dramatic. Yeah. I'm mad. Why would you not tell anybody that you got early acceptance? I mean, well, so here's the thing, and I'm I'm we're gonna we're gonna take a step away from the movie for a hot second because I'm gonna lecture the world. Um, we need to stop putting pressure on people when they are. 17 18 19 years old to make a decision about the rest of your life like yes that's such a huge thing we need to normalize gap years or working a little bit you know making money even if it's retail like we all have Mm -hmm. to do it we all did it at some point like 
I, we need to the pressures that we see in this film and uh, as well in other media you know when they're seniors and they're about to graduate and they're like you have mm-hmm. to go to college but like they are 18 years old they just got they're still getting their shit together like right like when I when I was a senior, I wanted to be a Broadway star, and now here I am. I'm a daycare teacher. Like it's not, it's not gonna and, happen. I realized that I was not that good of an actor, and I was not gonna make it. And you're in your twenties, right? Like you could probably mm-hmm. change your mind in like five years, and it'll be fine. Yeah, I, okay. I still I still don't fully know what I want to do. Like I I work in theater, and there are days that I'm just like, do I want to do this for the rest of my life? Like it's okay. You're allowed to change your mind. But yeah. like, like, like Ava DuVernay, she didn't become a famous director until she didn't start her directorial debut until she was like forty. Yeah, you know, it's, get it's, it. It'd be like that sometime. <laughs> so, like the pressures that they're putting on the these kids in this movie, and what the kids are saying, I'm mm-hmm. calling them kids. They're all in their twenties at this point, but you know what I mean. <laughs> um, it's a real feeling, and I honestly do feel bad for them, but like. There's a lot of factors at play. Like, you know, they, um, I think this is the first time Troy and Gabriella actually, like, kiss on screen. Mm-hmm. I can't remember the second I can't no, remember the, the second the, one. No, the second one was the first time. Okay. Because mm-hmm. I watched it and I was like, ooh, they're kissing. Look at them. Because it's, it's not a decom. It's a, it, they can do whatever. Yeah, yeah, the second one was the first time. Um, but at the end, it wasn't until the end of the movie. Ah, this time it's in the middle. <laughs> but um but i'm like okay well they have they are that couple we we've all witnessed in high school you know they're the ones that are in that we think are forever wait what do they call them in glee there's a phrase that they use is it glee no i'm thinking of riverdale maybe i don't know there's some phrase (laughs) there's some like we are for uh otp no no like like you're my care like they're the forever couples basically mm-hmm. there actually was not one in my class but you know that trope all those, as well all those people but yeah <laughs> yeah yeah and you know you think that like oh it's they're they're in love and everything i mean i get it they're also 18 years old and dumb dumb children but like mm-hmm. it's a it's a serious factor for them so that's where i'm like we need to normalize gap years. <laughs> like, yeah, well, they didn't even have, like, what's the name? Gabrielle had pre-law and then, and then Taylor had political science. Chad gonna say basketball. That's your major? Oh. For sure. Oh, so. <laughs> like, what are y'all majoring in? You choose a theater. That's great. So, that, well, Troy, Troy had his major, but what is, what is Chad doing? You never Chad, know. Chad doesn't have a major. I was reading no, that on, on, on IMDb. He's just going to school on a basketball scholarship. He doesn't Good have way, a major. He away. <laughs> also, fuck Coach Bolton. Like, fuck him. Right, at this point, Dad, you know I like to sing. You know I dabbled in acting. Why are you so surprised? Because basketball isn't all year round. What am I going to do when basketball season is over? I mean, that was, well, I, I had this question not that long ago where I'm like, when is basketball season? Because <laughs> the basketball to me seems like a game you can play whenever. Because mm-hmm. there's indoor, there's outdoor, so you have all the options. But like, I I understand what you're saying. Like, you know, yeah, the school there's sets still up college a basketball game. going on right now. I don't know. I don't keep up with basketball. I don't dislike it, but I don't fully understand it. <laughs> too long. <laughs> it's it's too long. There's so many rules and things, and you're like, I don't. Three points, great. Uh, <laughs> but like, I feel like with this movie, by the by now, I feel like our actors are all very comfortable with like the characters, and you can tell that there's like, I feel like there are some moments where they really are upset about it being over for them. Mm-hmm. But um, I I like though that like every person who wrote. Because there's different writers for all the songs, and I'm not going to list them. But, like, I feel like they were able to communicate better. Be like, this is my voice, you know? Like, Scream was amazing. That um, is one of my favorite songs from a decom. Uh, the, you know, and, right under- and the boys are back. They gave uh, Corbin, like, 
banger choreography. Mm-hmm. I'm still upset Taylor doesn't have a song. Listen, it's she hardly sang, but you know what's crazy? Because we we went to Bop to the Top tour last what last year September, um, and Monique Coleman was one of the guests because Lucas Gabriel had um COVID. And she was telling us about how had she not booked that role, she would she would have been homeless. Like she was she was flat broke, and that movie oh, literally sa- saved her. Be a but, I, in that movie. but I mean, like, as I, but, a- I, but, she, but yeah, but she should have. She deserved a lot more. <laughs> but I was like, wow, like her and Gabriella have a song. I out of all three of them, I wish that would have happened. Yes, there should have been so much more. Like Kelsey, we didn't really know much about her. It's interesting because, like, when you think about it, Olesa is that? Yeah, as I say her name, Kelsey's the actress who plays Kelsey. Mm-hmm. Olesa and Monique, I believe, are actually like the oldest out of the bunch. Yeah, Monique, she she's like forty something. Yeah, and o- Olesa, as well as uh, Ashley Tisdale and Lucas Grabiel, I believe, are like all like the older kids, and then you've got the ones that are closer to the age. And then Corbin Blue, I think, when we started, was the the mm-hmm. actual age of his character. But yeah, I, I got. I mean, this movie. This is slightly off topic. Did you ever see a Christmas dance reunion? I have not. Is that oh the gosh. one with Monique? Yeah, with Monique and Corbin. Oh, we shit. actually can see them kiss. Oh my gosh! Come on. Yes, I've heard yeah. about this movie. I have yeah, not no. seen it. <laughs> It was so good. And there was like a little little Husky musical reference in there. And it just, it really, really get, it fixes that little missing pieces of your childhood that you missed from Taylor and, and Chad. And I just loved it so much. <laughs> Did you hear, do you remember hearing about High School Musical 4? They were going to do High yeah. School Musical 4. And obviously this movie yeah. sets it up with the new crop of characters. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I... I don't know what this movie would have been. No, it would not have been good. It would have flopped. Like none of none of the newer characters that they added would have been iconic or like memorable. Like Tiara, don't nobody care about her. She's a Sharpe wannabe. Right. Rocket Man, a Sharpe, um, um, a Troy wannabe, and then his actor. We're not gonna talk about that. <laughs> yeah, I, I like the little black boy. He's and cool. then, but like, do you know his name? Do Do we know his name? De- Dion. Okay, yeah, Donnie Dion is his name. Um, But I'm just like, they don't have the same chemistry Mm -mm. that somehow these actors in the first movie had. Like, I know it's hard. We've we've talked about season six of Glee where it's hard that, like, Mm -hmm. you know, they have these new crop of actors come in and they're like, we're brand new and this is the last season and you are all established with your roles and everything. So we're going to (laughs) try. But much like season six of Glee, I don't think this movie tried to really incorporate those new characters Mm -mm. because they were like, we have to finish our story. (laughs) So they show these random scenes with you guys, even though we don't care. And then we're gonna throw we're gonna throw in Rocket Man in the in the musicale. <laughs> oh my gosh, that scene makes me so mad. Like Sharpe couldn't. Why did they have to embarrass her like that? <laughs> like obviously he's he's Troy's understudy, but it's like hello, a warning. She also didn't like them, but I don't. Well, know. it's just very embarrassing. I think the idea. Uh, I think their idea is that um, because Sharpay is so vapid and so much into the acting and all that, uh, and she was very, like, had her blinders on, like, I'm going to kiss Troy, I'm going to kiss Troy, that Mm -hmm. anybody, uh, especially Donnie, about to tell her, you know, hey, uh, Troy's not here, she cuts him off before he could say that. So I think they're putting the blame on her in a way which is not right right for somebody who loved theater so much he was not very committed to his role because yeah oh yeah i'm gonna drive over to stanford real quick even though i have to be do a show in a few hours (laughs) how did he do that what is time in in this janky truck truck in that janky truck that he should have died 
going like there. Stanford, Stanford's in California, right? Yeah, it's in And San so Francisco. he drove, he drove from San Francisco back to to Albuquerque. Albuquerque. Yeah, right. With with California traffic, no way, <laughs> no way. in the in that busted ass truck <laughs> It had to have been like closing night or something, right? So it would have been either like a Thursday or a, or a Saturday or or a Sunday. Regardless, it would have been a lot of traffic. No, I don't believe that he wouldn't also have made it for the second night. also and i think i asked this when we did it on on your other your your, your show that no longer exists Yes. Why did Gabriella's mom <laughs> have to move with her? I Did don't we know. talk They did really we talk she about she that? bought that house. First of all, the house was huge. I don't rem I don't remember, but the house was huge for Had just a two balcony. people. It's a little bit a little bit greedy, but okay. <laughs> Well, granted granted it is New Mexico, so we I I don't know what houses run for in New Mexico. So it might be it might be cheap considering, you know, <laughs> how like right. New York apartments you get you have to pay like over two grand for a shoebox. So Right. I don't know. But yeah, her mom did not have to move with her. That was nice of her. But maybe she just did because it was just her and her mom. I don't know. it's it would because you know I would watch love to know more about her now. <laughs> watching walk away and I mean I it makes sense that she's packing up when when you see like the the set decoration disappear. you know in in the background and everything it makes sense for this for the crap in Gabriella's room to you know disappear but i'm like why is everyone moving and why is the house for sale like Mm-hmm. this this is a this seems a little extreme <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, buying the house when you know you're gonna leave once your daughter graduates is a little not really the best financial decision, but okay, okay. You know, if you gotta go ahead. <laughs> Um, But I'm thinking too hard. <laughs> oh my God. I, I just, I just got to one of my notes in this. So in the, in the opening or in the beginning, when, um, Sharpay comes to school, she's met in the parking lot and there are people there washing cars and there's shirtless guys. And I'm just like, why, why is this happening? What's going <laughs> There's a lot. I have a lot of why questions with this movie being like, why Mm -hmm. the is school this happening? the school car washes actually happened like that was a, a thing that really that happened in a lot of movies in tv shows like was that a thing But, i know fundraisers are but but the car school wash fundraisers happened off school premises. Because I know yeah I, I know we did it when I was in high school. We did it at, at like uh, a strip mall parking lot because you know Yeah. somebody knew somebody and got permission there. Like like there's a whole thing, and you know you have to be there and watch the cars all day and everything. But I'm just like, why why is this happening in at East High? Of all places. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. Um, is there anything you want to mention you want to talk about? Was there something that struck out with you with this last rewatch? Um, nothing I can think of now. Um, oh, <laughs> I wrote down, so in the opening, and now or never, Gabrielle is supposed to be wearing white, which I think is supposed to be the reverse of her, what she wore in We're All in This Together, which was all red. But... I was like, is this supposed to be like a wedding dress or something like a, like they're saying that they're going to get married or something. Mm -hmm. yeah she wore a lot of dresses I would never wear a dress to school on the daily like that no I mean, I gotta say though, I did, there were some styling choices that I both liked and there were others that I didn't like at all. Like, I don't understand Martha, <laughs> this this year <laughs> yeah what are, and also <laughs> what is the dress code ah because yeah hats mini skirts like hats heels no scarves one here's, there was those were never well at least not my school but yeah yeah we i don't remember us uh were we allowed to wear hats i think we were we weren't but also you're like i'm in school all day why would i wear a hat like right here get sweaty <laughs> <laughs> yeah um and like the the weird thing about this is like We're in New Mexico, so I, there. I think this movie's telling us that New Mexico has no seasons. Except for that random <laughs> torrential ray. But I mean, like, the, because the first one is supposed to be winter, and this is Mm obviously spring, but it looks the same. And then when we Yeah. have summer, 
maybe it's a little hotter, but it looks the same. <laughs> Out. Oh, God. Um, Chad and his basketball, I'm like, you gotta give it up at some point. <laughs> we get it, Brian. <laughs> it's his security blanket. For real. That, I, good for him. But I was just, but like, and I wrote that down when he was asking Taylor out to the prom because, you know, they make a point of being like, you cannot, do not bring up your your basketball. Like, bring, mm-hmm. give her flowers. And I'm like, huh, you know, I don't think there's a scene where Chad does not have a basketball by him at all, unless he's in the musical. Mm-hmm. And even then, in this one, when he's in the musical, he does the... <laughs> He has a ba- the basketball number. <laughs> <laughs> oh. lead. Good for him. There was also a lot of costume changes. What was the budget? What was the budget? There, this um, is an original musical. Yeah, the budget was... I could tell you. Um, hold on. Let it load an IMD. No, like in, in, the, in the universe. Oh! What is their budget? <laughs> Endless. <laughs> Because um, Mar- Martha was making the costumes or something. Somebody's making the costumes. Is it part of detention? But but no, probably Darbus style. Well, <laughs> well, Darbus only talks about the sets when she's mm-hmm. when whenever there's some like whenever there's detention or even in this one where she's like sets have to be painted and built. Everyone <laughs> forget costumes. I guess right. Like, I mean, I know when we did shows, I went to like um. Uh, thrift stores yeah because or or we just pulled from our own closets and then if it was a specialty piece like we are gonna assume the school had it in their yeah closet but yeah we we were told you know in this scene you're supposed to wear this so get something close to it yeah my sophomore year some of us we bought our because it was my favorite year so it's set in 1950s so some of us bought our own dresses and stuff Oh, that's and cute. then we, you know, had like the costume room and everything. But yeah, but all the sets were built, and I had to strike it all down. Times. <laughs> <laughs> I'm also glad that the that the camel made its return in this one. Did it? Yeah. Oh, when yeah. when they when they run in the uh when they run into the in, uh, on stage for the audition or like to learn what the what the spring musical is. Uh, mm-hmm. They walk right by the camel, the, the, the papier mache camel. <laughs> it was something that I was like, "Ha, huh, you're back." <laughs> There's two more things I want to talk about, and then I guess we can get into sharp and flat. So, did you have you watched? I'm assuming you've watched the whole thing through the credits and our ending credits and everything. Mm-hmm. So, they have this thing after they do the Greece style. Uh, end credits with the yearbook and everything, which took them long enough to finally do that. Um, <laughs> and then they show you the outtakes and everything. There's this, there's this video that they show of Stan Carrizosa. I'm assuming that's how you pronounce his last name from a reality show called High School Musical. Get in the picture. I'm assuming mm. it's the Glee Project, right? But for High School Musical, because I, because what reading up on it, um, it's just another reality show. Uh, I don't think I ever heard anything about that. It happened. It wasn't on Disney. It, it was on ABC. <laughs> oh yeah, Disney on it. Okay. <laughs> yeah, but you can't watch it anywhere. Um, <laughs> it, it no, it's not like on. Uh, Prime. It, uh, maybe it's on Disney Plus because uh, I'm on IMDb right now, and mm-hmm. usually IMDb tells you where you can find it, but there's sometimes where it doesn't say all the places. I've and noticed it's not on Disney Plus. Isn't that so weird? How some things are created, but they just you can't watch it anywhere. Like, have you heard about like Shazam versus Kazam, the movie with Sinbad versus well, so, the movie with Shaq? So I remember seeing that movie with Sinbad, but there's no proof of it. Yeah, and even well, that that's a whole internet thing because even Sinbad is like, I've never done this movie that everyone's it's saying. Like, I've I done. remember seeing it. I swear, my granny has it on VHS. Oh, <laughs> it's, any proof? <laughs> oh, if if we want to go down Mandela effects, the the Fruit of the Loom one blows my mind because I always remember the cornucopia that's there. And some yeah. I saw a photo of somebody holding up like a T shirt that had the cornucopia in it, and they're like, "Your move, Fruit of the Loom." <laughs> I, it's, it's trippy 
But yeah, so because so you're, ta you're talking about that that final song during the, after the during the credits. Yes. Yeah. Bob. Where he where he's in the, the he's front and center, but apparently the other uh, finalists or contestants. I don't know. They say finalists, but I'm like, there's 11 finalists. Like, I'm pretty <laughs> sure you mean the contestants of the show um, mm -hmm. are featured in the music video, which is interesting, which is great because when you, if you look at them, I'm assuming it's when they're in the classroom moments, um, you see so much representation happen on that one little video <laughs> where, like, cute. like y you see uh, the one that grabbed my attention. Because I'm always preaching for like you know body um, inclusivity. There's a bigger mm -hmm. dude. There's a big dude in it, and I'm like, yes, you're. Ki and he's keeping up with everyone else, and he's showing that bigger dudes can dance as well. I mean, the movies had um, uh, Casey Stroh, who was Martha, as like mm -hmm. the plus size representation, but like. I I wanted to see a bigger dude as well, you know, yeah. both sides of the spectrum or, well, it, it, yeah. It, it, and speaking of representation, I have to go here. Um, mm -hmm. So for three movies, it's assumed that Ryan is gay. He's right. very queer coded. In this one, um, I was reading that Lucas Gabriel even wanted Ryan to come out, but Right, because it's Disney. They're like, no, we're going to pair you with Kelsey, another person like, who's both gay. <laughs> yes, I was about to be like, they're they're each other's beards, you know. Yeah, and you know that they came out to each other at prom, right? If it, like, I just wanted to ask you because I needed somebody to go with. <laughs> <laughs> My sister forced me so she can get the solo, but I I think <laughs> I think we're now friends because kindred spirit. <laughs> yeah, I, I guess even though they weren't their characters, they were other characters. I don't understand the canon of High School Musical, the musical series, but they, but like canonically, I guess now he is, which is great. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. You didn't hear about that? I, I've never seen the show. I don't want to. I feel like it was like it's not not for my generation. I only, so I was like, I don't want to watch it. I only really watched season one, and it was interesting because they were like. Because I like the whole idea of it, that they were doing um, a documentary style show where they're bringing High School Musical to the actual school that they filmed at. Like, the, they're taking, mm -hmm. the school is doing the stage version. So, but with modern. So it's yeah. kind of interesting to see the ins and outs. It's very Glee. <laughs> where yeah, I, I, I think I heard a lot about how it's very... Where it feels yeah, like where it feels like everyone quits at least once and then comes back. <laughs> and then also but what's great about the show, um, and I do have plans to do it, but I'll I'll say it here and then I'll repeat it there. They actually do have queer representation and they say, mm -hmm. I am gay, I am this. And so um I think it it was very bold of Disney to do that, and I'm mm -hmm. proud of them to finally do that because they couldn't do it in 2008 for a theatrical film. Right. Yeah, there's a lot of uh, Disney Plus originals, like Prom Pact. I know there's like, I don't know if there's like straight up characters, but there's like, you know, characters that you can just, you can kind of tell. But I just, I just really like that. Uh, did you, when you were in high school, was like Prom a big thing? Because now looking back, I'm like, I don't know why I stress so hard on Prom. Not like you know, it was something that it was mostly a senior and junior thing. You had to be invited if you were an underclassman. Um, every now and whoa, every now and then when I think about it, I just regret my dress. But then I'm like, move on. <laughs> I'm like, okay, fine. <laughs> but yeah, I you know, being a a bigger girl, I didn't have many choices, and you know, bought on a budget, so mm. my dress was on clearance, and I. If I could go back, of course I would get a different one, but you can't. So, <laughs> but yeah, it was. I think it was like Hollywood or something. I don't even remember who won King and Queen. It was. I, it was yeah. just like okay, we're gonna vote for random people who I guess are kind of sort of popular, but it's different when you got you know six hundred over six hundred people in your graduating class. <laughs> um, yeah. I I do remember 
at prom. I don't remember who won King and Queen. I don't really remember our theme. I remember uh, I took my friend because I was I was out in high school. So like I didn't mm-hmm. and I didn't have I wasn't dating. I didn't date anybody in high school because there was really only me for a while or only me in my class. Um, mm-hmm. And then and then afterwards, I find out there's a bunch of others that are out. But I digress. <laughs> so my friend, I was sitting, I remember sitting at the table with my friends and when they were announcing prom queen, one of them joked, and I mean joked, it wasn't malicious uh, or anything. Uh, and they're like, and now the prom queen is, and he went, John Riley, just like, but to us, the table, <laughs> mm-hmm. not out loud, which I'm very appreciative of, because I think I would have been really embarrassed, but I just, I mean... It was kind of funny, and this was before Glee and before uh, all the other this all these other things that mm-hmm. um, had a traumatic moment for a gay character at prom. <laughs> right. Looking back, I'm like, prom was fine. It was just another dance at at not no, school. Like, it it was not all that. I had a date to homecoming, but not a date to prom. So I had a group of friends. None of us had dates. We sat down for most of the time. It was not a fun time. But there were so many guys who didn't have a date that then they just went with a group of friends. It's like, uh, fine. Okay, fine. So yeah, we sat for most of the time. And uh, we were going to go out to eat, but everything was closed. So we went to this random place. And then we had gotten a hotel room, but then my friend didn't tell us that her mom was going to be staying with us. So we were like, oh, yay. We, <laughs> it was we not ended, fun. We ended up at my my prom date. We ended up doing a slumber party at her house, sleeping in the backyard in a tent. Um, and her boyfriend joined us. We She and I went together because I don't because there was a whole thing. And but he joined us for the after party. And I remember I was in my bag sleeping next to her and she would always roll over and just slap me in the chest. Oh no. <laughs> if she's listening to this episode, I'm not blasting your name, but and you know you did that, but and I still rem- <laughs> and I still remember however many years almost 20 years later. Yeah, I'm old. <laughs> I'm old. I'm a little old. Um but is there anything else that you want to talk about before we get into sharp and flat? No, I just kind of wish we would have got to see more of like the stage i'm I'm just gonna assume that all the songs that they sang were on the stage too it wasn't really i don't know i feel <laughs> there was a lot that was like implied but we're not sure i feel like the one the two songs that are not part of the musical the spring musical okay. senior year which is what it's called by the way we finally mm-hmm. have a title um were right here right now and can i have this dance because i felt like that was special to those moments yeah. in the movie and that, because that is that is just for them and i feel mm-hmm. like the other ones maybe not walk away or scream as well because that's yeah. just their emo- their emotional moments but i feel like everything else is free game because like i they- would love to have more like about you know i guess they're just a black best friend um, about Chad and Taylor, because like, all in that other than just a little scene that Chad had, because he knew that Taylor was going to Yale, but like, I just wish it would have had more about him. But you know that would be too like right. So, <laughs> I, I, what's interesting? That would have been a long movie. <laughs> Should have made it a series, mini series. Yeah, what what's interesting about these movies is that clearly high school musical the first one was the formula for the decoms afterwards because they're like we mm-hmm. got it so now we have to try and match this success and if you want to do zombies we can do it as a second chance but like zombies and high school musical zombies is high school musical but oh, yeah. using monsters as a metaphor Basically. Yep, it's a metaphor for oppression and racism. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You said it. Yep. And we said it a lot in those episodes. But like <laughs> I feel like though this is a little this one is a little different than that formula. But mm-hmm. like now those DCOMs are just following what high school musical did and it's getting a little much. Yeah, like, like I can't think of like any more DCOMs they can come out with. What else can you do? Soccer? 
as the sport. <laughs> like, come on. Another like a, another version of Ben the Light Beckham. A I'm so- down for more cheerleader movies. <laughs> a soccer player and a painter get together, but she's the soccer player and he's the painter. You better write that down. <laughs> I'm fucking fucking a, and it's gonna and it's uh um. Oh, what's a what's a good what, what would be a good um hit your goal? That's the name of it. <laughs> I love it. I'm I'm marking I should trademark this episode because if Dizzy's gonna do it, I want money. <laughs> but with these other ones, I feel like they are beefing up their supporting characters. So like mm-hmm. it's unfortunate that Chad and Taylor had to be part of the early stages of this formula and get, you know, pushed to the back. Um, mm-hmm. Which, so, because there's a little racist, but... Good job. <laughs> but, I don't, we don't, we don't really have enough proof to say that. Right. <laughs> but, yeah, um, it's, yeah. I don't know, I do like this series, and the series is fun. I think it would have even it would have been even maybe even more great if it was more of an a full blown ensemble movie, um, yes, movies uh, like the series, first I feel as like opposed the, to just straight up Troy and Gabriella for the main main couple. I feel like the first one is fine because you're setting up everybody, you're setting up the relationships. But I feel like if they were going to keep, if they were going to do two and three, maybe two is Chad and Taylor. Mm-hmm. centric and then three is Sharpay and Zeke and Ryan and his boyfriend because fuck it we're rewriting it mm-hmm. it could have been like one of the one of the lesser known guys on the basketball team Jason because you know he I see it Darbus has the funny a uh, funny line in this one being like Jason you did it you graduated <laughs> like I was like but what's his story? Hold I get on. It. When in that scene, who is that girl that they showed? Which one? It's like after they after they call Jason's name, and she's like, "Woo!" It's like, who is she? <laughs> I just, I think that's so funny in movies where they just show this random person. It's like what, and they show them multiple times. Like, what is their purpose? Like random references in Step Up Three mm-hmm. at the at the final battle. This is random black dude who looks like Kyle Massey, who they keep showing. You know, like who is this man? It don't matter. He's just there. <laughs> but I keep showing him. And then it's so but, funny. But who is that girl? In this whole film series, there's the there's the one uh choreographer, um or co choreographer with spiky, with spiky hair. hair, yeah. They never give him a name. Ain't that ain't that about a biscuit? Like he should <laughs> they should have had him in there. <laughs> Hold on, I wanna say I his, would've loved to have him as a main character. I wanna say his name again because he does such a great job in all three of these. Um Any fine. <laughs> he is uh Charles Clapau. Um Charles. That's his name. That that's the <laughs> actor's name. Like a Charles. That's the actor's name. You can blame his parents. But <laughs> um yeah, he's just credited as principal dancer in these movies. Except for the that's first a shame. one. The first one he's just basketball player dancer. But in the other two he is principal dancer. But he's also a co-choreographer, so... Right. They should have gave him a name. It's like, I'll be the co-choreographer, but you gotta give me a, my character a name. He probably made one for himself. I would love to talk to him. Why did you name your character? Mike! <laughs> <laughs> I'm a Mike. Like him, him and the black girl who was really stands out in uh, Night to Remember, them. Yes! They were the moment. Yes. And I don't, I don't think she's the other choreographer. No, she she's just a um an extra, but I do she posted a TikTok like two years ago. And I still have it saved about how everybody's like, Oh yes, I remember you. You were that girl. <laughs> Who's that girl? <laughs> she looks so far. Yeah, so th- so we have Charles Clapau, um Kenny Ortega also choreographed, but Bonnie's mm-hmm. story is the other cor- other one credited for choreography. And is this and this one has an assistant choreographer. Her name is Bailey Baker. Um, where that sounds so familiar, but I don't know. Oh, she's also a dancer in all three movies. 
Yeah. She's a principal dancer in this one too. So is it her? Is she the is she the one that is on TikTok? Find that video and send it to me if you can. I will. Not right this second, but you know what I mean. When when you get a chance. I would do it if (laughs) I might if I I, I'm trying to remember. I remember. I will. I'm doing it as soon as we stop. (laughs) Okay. Let's get into sharp and flat, shall we? Sharp flat. So in this section, we're going to highlight some moments, whether or not we talked about it. If we liked it, it's sharp. And if we didn't like it or thought it could change, it's flat. Um, I have more flats than sharps. But <laughs> one more flat than I do sharp. So do you want to start with flats and then we'll end on a high note? Mm-hmm. Okay. My first flat. <laughs> Remember that soapbox I went on about pressuring kids? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's my flat. My flat is this, and this is what I wrote down, the societal pressure to know what you're doing for the rest of your life when you are 18. Yeah, and I was 17. Like, I graduated when I was 17. That's, yeah, 17, mm-hmm. 18. Yeah, when you graduate <laughs> high school, you're supposed to know what you're supposed, what you're going to do for the rest of your life. And the, Right. And they're, they're, at least when I was a kid, and we we're around the same age, so maybe when you were a kid as well, like, you're not allowed to change. <laughs> That change, mm-hmm. changing your changing your mind later in life is kind of like looked down upon, and it's like why, why sometimes sometimes you realize you you get the job you want and you realize it it ain't it ain't it kid, so right. Um, I also flatted the new cast because they were just shoved in there. It felt like and brought nothing to the table. Um, mm-hmm. I also. Flatted people still making fun of Troy for doing theater. Hello, it's been two years, everyone. <laughs> and he and he's done ninety-seven shows at this school at this point. So I flatted with not following through with Ryan and Kelsey being queer, because we know. <laughs> right. We know. Uh I also flatted Sharpay and Coach Bolton. Mm-hmm. And that's it for my flats. Did you have any flats for this movie? Yeah, I I'd say um the whole Juilliard thing, Troy wouldn't get accepted to Juilliard. Simple as that. <laughs> it, a- it would it's it's like that one random guy on TikTok who who didn't have any acting experience and applied for there and thought he was gonna get in. It was I don't remember. <laughs> the oh weird my- thing. And and then um reversing or reverting Sharpie's character back to how she was in, in the first movie. Realistically, she would not she would be over Troy. Because she knows that him and him and Gabriella were forlivers for at for the time being. It's because she knew they weren't going to the same college, so why would I still be stuck on this man? She also she reverted back to the events before the first movie because like yeah. even at the end of the first movie, she kind of she um, in the post credit scene she like runs through a a thing of balloons to like get to Zeke because he she mm-hmm. had one of his cookies which. Might be a euphemism for something else. <laughs> like, what you put in the cookie? <laughs> and then, oh my gosh, her staying back at East High? No, not realistic. Gabriella? No. Um, oh, Sharpay staying back to help with the theater program. She's on the bigger and better things. Because no. I think I think this is them setting up the fourth one, where it was supposed to be the new cast. And Darbus and Bolton and Ashley Tisdale as Sharpay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It would, it would not have worked. And I'm so glad that they didn't do that. She was going to be the screech of the new class. Let's put it that way. If, if anybody understands that reference. I don't, unfortunately. Okay. <laughs> have you seen Sharpay's Fabulous Adventure? Because I have not. I have not seen that. It's a, is it a movie or a show? It's a movie. It's got Austin Butler. Ah, interesting. That's why. That's why they're so close. Mm, before Elvis, Austin Butler. Interesting. interesting. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, do you have any other flats? I think that's it. Okay, so every once in a while, I have what I like to call a natural. It's neither a sharp nor a flat. Um, mm-hmm. In this case, they're both. <laughs> really, it's both a sharp and a flat at the same time. Um, I have two of them. One of them being that this is a theatrical release because, like, it's great that they were able to push boundaries and go and have extra bodies and things like that. But I feel like at the same time we're having too much. Yeah, it's too big. 
Um, well, now and, we can't call it a decom because of that. Right. Not technically. <laughs> and then my other natural is the styling. We're like, I did like Gabriella's dresses. I did like Troy. But then Jason shows up with two collared shirts that are both popped that I was like, why? Pick one. Take take <laughs> one. A, the wrist unbuttoned. You look a mess, Jason. You look a mess, Jason. <laughs> There's so many people... I don't remember like the 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 fingerless glo- lace gloves being a big thing in two thousand eight, but it was I, in two thousand eight. I don't remember. I remember like twenty tens. Yeah, so so like maybe this movie predicted that, but again, I was like, why? <laughs> like, there's some things that Martha's wearing that I'm like, what's going on? Um, yeah, uh, there's just a lot of questions happening, but I do o- only like consistent. Um, costuming was was Chad with his graphic tees. Yeah, love, I love that. And maybe Troy, because Troy is yeah. I, is either jersey or you know t shirt and jeans. That's it, right? And then and then Taylor, she well, she I think that's her like growing into her own style. Because first, you know, she was kind of the scarves. Like, she, she was she, scarves. Yes, yeah, yeah, the- and she would dress like a like kind of like a college freshman, <laughs> and then um. <laughs> wear pants and long sleeve shirts in Albuquerque, but okay. And, and then and, and <laughs> there's and the skinny scarf wrapped around her neck a couple of times. And I'm like, what mm-hmm. are you doing? This is Albuquerque. And then by the time I did like her, I do like her outfits in the second one, but you know, it's summer. She can wear whatever she wants, no dress code. And then <laughs> the third one with her preppy preppy outfits. I kinda like them. My favorite is the one with the um She's got a yellow number that was really that was really cute. Yeah, my favorite is the one with the purple sweater and like the like the Arg- I think like an argyle skirt, something like that. I yeah. loved the dresses, the prom dresses. Oh yeah, I didn't. That's so much... where I'm getting the argyle part from. Her her plaid dress. I thought the same print. <laughs> I loved her dress. I loved Gabriella's because like that's when the costume designer was like, okay, let's actually think about what this character would be attracted to. Not so much the suits, because the fact that Chad had his number on his back, I was like, what are you His mom would not allow that. Your mom would would not allow that. Your dad would not allow that either. And he's, he's, you know, macho man dad and everything. Macho hetero dad. Um, Let's get into sharps. So... As much as I complained about how big everything is, I did like how theatrical the sets were. Mm-hmm. Like when they did right here, right now, that treehouse that rotates was very nice. Perfection. The balcony it on stage with the tree. I was like, that's that's cute and everything. A night to remember. It like those sets were great. And like mm-hmm. and I love a good rotating set, I do. I do love it. The rotating set as well in uh um uh these these are for a night to remember and they use it for um I want it all. Yeah. Yeah, that rotate the I want it all fantasy moment, that set those set pieces were fantastic. Um yes. I also speaking of I want it all, I sharp to the limo moment that they have cuz <laughs> it looked like some of them were actually like they hopped on a seat at some point, but I'm not sure if that actually happened. So it was it was cool. It was a cool theatrical device. How about that? Um, I also sharp the music and the choreography in this, uh, and they go hand in hand because yes, I feel like this is one of those moments where they worked together with the songwriters and the choreographers to be like, okay, we're gonna do a little salsa number in a night to remember when they're partnering. And that, so we need you to reflect that. And then, you know, the boys are back where they're, where the ensemble is dressed like they're in Mad Max. Don't, don't <laughs> understand that, but you know, they're like, let's play with a tire. So um, I also sharped Miss Darbus. Now thinking about it, I wrote this when her and Troy had that moment after scream. Mm-hmm where she admits to sending in an application to to Juilliard without his consent. But, I mean, Darbus goes on and has an arc, but from the first one to this one, where she, you know, she mellows out. She unders- she um, 
And this one is like school spirit, go go basketball. Even though she's saying all the wrong words, but you know, <laughs> she cheers them. She, she turns into like that teacher that we all that I I know I would have liked. Like you know, yeah. she, she's willing to participate for her students, and not just like in the first one where she was all theater all the time. Now she's like, okay, I'm gonna meet you halfway now because you sports people can't. Did, did the musicale with me now i'm gonna respond by being like yay sports yay championship yeah um, she understands that you can you can do both but apparently coach bolton never understood that it's kind of weird nope. <laughs> and then my last sharp is for the rotating set and scream when he's rolling around <laughs> like, i still wonder how that's filmed oh how that was filmed i'll find a video it's i'll find a video of another because it's done a lot in other movies Mm -hmm. it's it's what happens is there's um they build the set on what's called a gimbal where it rotates but they mount the camera so that the camera moves with the room but it always stays still so when you edit it or what it looks like is that the person is crawling around the walls but really they are standing on what will be like the floor you know whenever yeah there's there's so many moments they use it in um there's a similar moment in inception um it's not the same uh if you if you like horror in the original nightmare on elm street they do something similar and poltergeist as well uh there's also a movie called break into electric boogaloo where there's a whole oh, seen it. <laughs> the whole dance routine. You know what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Yeah, turbo dance. Amazing. I love a gimbal moment. <laughs> so mine, it, this whole movie, I think, it's like, it's gotta be one of my favorite decoms. It's cinema, for real, for real. <laughs> and like, I just, I, like you said, I love the choreography and I really like the filter. I, I love looking at, where like, movies that have like a really colorful filter but it's not too oversaturated yeah like i i really like it um like you could tell that they had money invested in the camera that they used yeah because you watch the other two and you're like your television camera your television money yeah. camera this is feature film money camera <laughs> to get nerdy yeah. for a hot second <laughs> i just, i really like because you can tell that everybody was very excited to be a part of this production. That's why I also cry at the end, it, like like they did too. Even watching the special features, that's the really part that part that really makes you cry. Oh. Um, just knowing that everybody was, you know, a, had part of such a a movie that would have such a legacy, such an impact on Disney. Oh, it's, such it's, an it's impact! Really, it's really great. Like you can tell, everybody just was like I said, everybody's really happy to be a part of it. And you can tell through the energy of the dancing, through the energy of the singing, and just great, great, happy to be here. And with and like you know, our main cast, um, I think did have have did a little more acting than maybe like the first and second movies. So like they're getting mm-hmm. comfortable acting as well. So yeah, they're getting comfortable in their skin. They're growing as their characters are growing. Um, yeah, they grew up with it. I, I love a good series. Like, <laughs> uh, would you add any of the songs to your life's playlist? I mean, I listen to this yes. album a lot. <laughs> yeah, Not- I have. Um, like I said, I'm a daycare teacher, so I have. I made a whole daycare playlist, so like all every single song basically is in, <laughs> from this movie is in that playlist. <laughs> yeah, I li- I mean, I listen to this maybe like. Maybe I'll skip the slower songs every once in a while because mm-hmm. I want more of an upbeat. But I've list I've listened to this album before, like the from yeah. start to finish. Yeah, like the albums I have on Spotify. This is like I think I have like all three saved. Nice. On that note, Lauren, though, we're done with the episode. We did High School Musical three in senior year. Woo! Woo! Uh, would you add any? Uh, what do you have to plug or promote? Um. Nothing really. Follow me on Instagram, Laurenjitis, L X U R E N G I T I S. What about it's TikTok? Like um, TikTok. What is my TikTok? 
it's either it's either that or Lauren Chalada or D-U-H instead of like regular enchilada because somebody took that username on my spam so i use that <laughs> uh i'll make sure to put it in the show notes you know where people can find you because i mean you're still a singer you're still a singer right yeah you're still singing mm-hmm. not this yep. stuff but you're still singing <laughs> <clears throat> yeah i'm in a mercedes community chorus it's a fun time we're actually in rehearsals right now oh good um, so my city has, I gotta, I don't even remember the date. Um, my city has, um, the Grand Rapids Community Chorus, Symphony Community Chorus. So, um, we do Symphony with Soul every year. So, oh. yeah, so it's, it's a Black History Month thing when they have a celebrity guest artist. Last year, it was supposed to be Wayne Brady, but it, um, ended up being Neo. Sometimes we can sing with them, sometimes we don't. It just depends. But yeah, it's always always around February, and then this year we have the opportunity to do um, two different shows. So we're going to do Symphony with Soul, and we're also going to be singing the music of Black Panther. So <gasps> I'm very excited. Send me that information, and I'll make sure to promote it on the social sure. media and stuff. Uh, and if you, I don't know, if you, so Lauren said that she likes three, two, one, reverse order. Um, if you agree with her, if you have a specific order for the three high school musical movies, I'd like to hear about it. You can email me at buttersongpod at gmail.com. I'm also on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at buttersongpod. Um, yeah. Do you want to, <laughs> I, uh, you could also tell me your complaints about, you know, Sharpay and everyone else for not growing as characters in the last <laughs> two years of school, allegedly. Um, and if you want to be part of next episode's conversation, well, the episode's coming out after Valentine's Day, so of course we're going to do a romantic movie, and we're going to be doing a movie called Country Crush. You don't want, don't watch it. <laughs> don't, don't, don't watch it. I mean, watch it. Yeah, uh, Lauren, thank you so much for coming back on. We need to have you come back on. You know, for we'll sure. have you. We'll have you come back on this year. Um, And thank you, everyone, for listening. And bye for now. Bye. Special thanks to Aaron Troy for creating the pods artwork and to Nick Bombasino for composing the theme song and the jingles. A huge thank you to CastBox for hosting this podcast. And thank you again for tuning in to today's episode of Life's But a Song. Bye for now, everyone, and have a musical day.